It's a fresh start for Cyborg and his dad. Beast Boy couldn't cut the mustard against Condiment King, and Wind will probably never get used to sucking and blowing like this. He said recon, but he never said it's gonna be simple. You did not just ask me to hurry! Uh, DC's Young Justice Outsider Season 3, Episode 21, Unknown Factors. The After Buzz After Show starts right now. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. We're back to some Young Justice yeah. as we're flowing in. Oh my gosh, this episode was so fun. Yeah, it had a lot. It was a lot of different like storylines, some closing, some um, starting again. And yeah, we'll talk about it more. But I just oh, love we will be talking about all things that have to do with DC's Young Justice Outsider Season 3, Episode 21, Unknown Factors. We are the panel that does the after show for the show. So after the show... It is the after show. We that is us. What? It's like mind blowing, right? Yeah, so that's just... why they call it the after show. Exactly, exactly. You should catch us on the after after show. This panel is illustrious, and if you don't know, all the way, all the way to the left is Jeff Williams in the building. Yes, what's up? Talking Young Justice, love to be here. You know, every Sunday we got more Young Justice. Can't beat it. And to his right, but still to my left, is the Uno Dos Tress Queen, Anais. Hi, everyone. What's up? You can find me on Vero, uh, where Zack Snyder follows me. You know? So what's up? <laughs> Zack Snyder follows you? Man, Name that, drop. that, by the way, is definitely a credit. And, of course, I'll be uh, the host of What the Most, um, Tehran, as we are talking all things in this episode 21, <coughs> Unknown Factors. We're going to be going over a couple themes. Granny Goodness played a big role in this episode, so we're going to talk about her episode episode of Cribs on MTV, well, basically their recon mission that went awry, Granny's mm-hmm. Discipline, uh, Overlord, that was an interesting twist, Violet Speaks Up, then we're going to go into a separate, separate storyline, which was the Bumblebee and Guardian, they go plan B, hold on, what, too soon? Uh, Cyborg is stage five, Acceptance, and of course the Caldor and Wind, yeah, the situation ship that exists, the complications... And that has nothing to do with their relationship. Uh, News and gossip. We have some great stuff you're going to want to stay tuned for. Special segment, Outsiders, where Jeff's going to highlight an outsider. Someone who's just making a difference because hashtag we are all outsiders. And predictions and more. What were your overall thoughts to this week's episode? I'm not uh, much, well, but. I was happy to see Nightwing back because I love him. So I miss him a lot. So <laughs> uh, happy that he was back. And also, I, I, I couldn't relate to your guys' frustration with a Cyborg, so now I'm like, I was a little happier with what happened with Cyborg this episode. Yeah, I was I was definitely happy to see Cyborg and that situation kind of come to an end, because in my opinion, they for, they kind of made it quick. It was a it was a quick uh, conclusion, but then I'm glad they didn't like try to make it long into this episode. But yeah, glad I'm glad that was situated. I'm glad we got to see um, Nightwing and Black Lightning kind of interact and do that in this episode. But yeah, there's a lot of characters coming in that we didn't we don't often get to see so that was cool and then there was a bunch of um the characters that we do get to see but kind of mingling together well it seems like someone made a couple predictions that were exactly right that someone would be me the doctor is not the good doctor after all mm. as we can tell mm-hmm. that's where complications comes to play and when i started watching this episode it felt like i had missed an episode mm-hmm. for a second a lot of things kind of just tied up that were left out of last week's episode so there was like <laughs> an episode 20.5 that none of us got to see however they did kind of step back and explain it i did really like the cyborg tie-in with his father we we kind of bowed that up and we have a lot of other things going on granny goodness is going to be such an enigmatic character i love watching her she is evil through and through 
And this whole Caldor and Wind relationship is like love at first sight, second sight. We're going to find out so much more. Let's get into the topic of Granny Goodness, right? We go to her crib. We kind of get way more insight on who she is outside of our our established knowledge from the comic book. What do you guys think of Granny Goodness? I thought it was cool how they they showed her the inside of her, like they talked about her character and stuff, but she wasn't even shown in the episode until later. So it was like more about learning who she is like through the outside. So I thought it was a cool different way of showing that and having the characters interact with that. Yeah, I'm I'm also glad that she, you know, they kind of talked about her. She was a part of this episode too because that was something that I felt like you know, it was kind of left on the back burner for a while. We saw Granny Goodness for a while and then nothing, didn't really hear much. And now, especially with what happened at the end, the last scene, um, we're, I think we're finally getting to, like, okay, the good stuff, the meat, the meat of the season, I think. Yeah, it looks like a lot of things are tying in. We'll see. <laughs> because, of course, we know all about Granny Goodness. Granny Goodness is a character who is uh, one of the apocalypses, uh, is one of his head people, right? And she's responsible for a lot of different things that happen on that world. She is the she is basically his general, his go-to, his right-hand man in every way. In fact, she even says things like, my word is apocalypse's word. <laughs> that is what she says. And and watching her, and I liked how, Jeff, how you pointed out that we got a different insight of her from the outside. We watched Mm -hmm. everyone suspicious of her. Mm -hmm. And now we know that suspicion is definitely justified. I Mm -hmm. mean, she's clearly not Gretchen Goody. No. Gretchen Goodness or Gretchen Good Good Person or whoever she's going by today. It's just call me granny. Yeah. Like, she showed you her powers without even being there. She's like, oh, yeah, you talking about the people that are trapped downstairs? Yeah, that's in my house. You're right. (laughs) That's in a different universe part of my house. Let me take you there. Because when you close that door and all of a sudden you were sealed off, Mm -hmm. you knew something diabolical was going to happen, right? So she's like, if, if Betty White was like the worst person ever, right? <laughs> it's kind of that feel, because you always think, oh, old people, we should trust yeah. old people. Oh, it's so sweet. That's this one. Didn't go through. So now after watching the show, I can't trust old people. Like, I don't know what to believe anymore. Is that what it is? Yeah, Stopping age bias. I'm traumatized. No, no, I'm you look like granny goodness. You know, I'm not going to mess yeah, with you no more. Sorry, I'm gonna, I'm not. Oh, you want me to help you cross the screen carrying groceries? Uh, you I'm, can do it yourself. I'm your okay, grandmother. I don't care. Yeah. I don't trust you for I've, nothing. I've seen this before. Yeah, I've seen this. Granny. I'm not closing the door. Yeah. You think you can fool me? No. You okay. go in this house, they close the door, and automatically... Are cut off from the outside world. What were your thoughts on that? I thought it was it was bound to happen, but what frustrated me, it happened twice. And like mm. you knew that was gonna happen because it happened with um, Nightwing and Black Lightning. But then when you have Aqualad go in there, why wasn't there a different plan? There, we see there was kinda with her having a drone, but that was spotted quickly. So I was I was kind of disappointed to see them kind of yeah go through the same thing and not learn from it. But it was cool to see at the end um, Barbara Gordon. I love Batgirl so much. I love Barbara Gordon, so we don't see her a lot in the show, but I'm glad that she kind of helped them. You know, she kind of saved the day in the end, so... She does, she does. And they kind of went unprepared because Mm -hmm. this time she had the little video Mm -hmm. surveillance knowing something was happening, but she just wasn't aware of exactly what. And who could guess that? Oh, that's right, she has... Outer world technology. Maybe yeah. we should have all guessed that. No, but I'm like, when you when you hear, oh, the signal drops. The signal dropped a second time, too. They didn't do anything that changed that aspect. That's what I was frustrated about. But you do see 
them trying to do recon and also see what is happening. So it goes both ways. Yeah. Yeah. Oracle Barbara Gordon yeah. is there. Mm-hmm. She's she plays she plays his brain, the mm-hmm. brain to the operations. Mm-hmm. She's the Alfred to yeah. his Batman. The person behind the even desk. better because she has an opinion. And her opinion is well informed, and she's smart. And it's actually, she in- goads Nightwing into action and inspires him at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and fun watching her. Yeah, yes. I, I loved, I love her interaction. Like, yeah, I'm just doing this behind the desk, but I also have drones coming. Don't worry, I got yeah. this. Like, she's she was, amazing. Oh, I love her. <laughs> yeah, she really, she really like stole her scene just because of like, I'm gonna just do this, have drones. She was like. All, like bossing around and doing stuff, it reminded me of um, from Arrow. They have Felicity, Felicity yes. from Arrow because like she plays the innocent role, but she's also someone that could beat you up yeah. by have with her smarts and her like. And there was actually great. an episode of Arrow called Oracle, I think, mm-hmm. that was, was about Felicity. So, so it's like yeah. a nod. Yeah. Exactly, there was, mm-hmm. and so it's like a good nod. So, Granny, we get to see when Nightwing and Black Lightning are. Basically grounded. <laughs> yeah, I did that. Uh, we see that they're part of this mind control program, which is actually Granny Goodness's mo. Right? She mind controls the children on Apocalypse and creates these soldiers, these super soldiers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It wasn't surprising, but it was cool to see them actually like kind of fight or whatever. And then I was expecting more from that fight, though. They were like, "No, it's our our um, our strength that our strength and magic that can take them down." I was like, "All right, then what?" I kind of didn't see the point of changing or like mind wiping them if they weren't going to fight. Yeah, I kind of felt like it did kind of, it, it should have lasted maybe a little bit longer. It was like too easy. <laughs> I actually really like, liked that because I was wondering how they would play that. I was like, wait, these are, these are Aquaman. Yeah. How, are, how are people who are just basically, uh, look, let's not forget, Nightwing's just a guy. Nightwing yeah. is just Dick Grayson. There is no Medellin, there mm-hmm. is no superpower. There isn't even a Batman. This is Nightwing. No offense. No that's offense. That's why I love him. That's why he's awesome. But no, he's great. Close. He's great. But still, he's he's second he's second fiddle to Batman. Yeah, I said it. So it's not like if Nightwing and Batman went one on one, who are you saying is going to oh, win? Yeah, okay, Batman because he trained him. <laughs> it's not even he's trained OG. him. Batman. Batman's Batman. Okay. Yeah. I want to know you guys at home. Who do you think would win, Batman but or Nightwing? Dick would put up a. Good fight. Yeah, good Dick fight. would put up a good whooping. Yeah. He'd take a good whooping. <laughs> so he'd fight. He's he Robin. Loses. He's the only He's Robin, Robin who actually took on the cow in the comics and but was like, Batman for yeah, a Yeah, that's because the other one died. <laughs> one had his legs broke because, and then one... I mean, listen. He was the only one that was like up to, you know... Could take. Could Let's take not act mental. like Batman's the nicest adoptee parent here. And this yeah, is Batman like, is, oh, I adopted you. Now let's get to training. <laughs> like what? I adopted you. Dodge this. Like, yeah. That's not how it goes. We're gonna go fight evil super villains before so, breakfast. But that mind control thing is definitely a granny goodness thing. And here we see they come up and they are being mind controlled. Yes, it seemed like it could play like they were sleeper cells or of something. Mm-hmm. And Granny threw it off all for the mother box. Like, yeah. But then we get a little insight to that mother box. Yeah, it was it was kind of cool to see, and then also how how it like kind of drew um, Halo and who else? It Cyborg, drew, Cyborg and Halo drew them. I thought that was really cool to see because mm-hmm. it like kind of had like not the right um, analogy, but like a spider sense. Like, oh, I need to be drawn to this, and then the whole team is like, oh, you can do a boom tube now because like you're seeing um, Cyborg, you're seeing grow. Cyborg evolve and like find out new t- um, like abilities, and new stuff, abilities, yeah. and everything. So it was cool to see. 
Yeah, I was happy that he, like, finally was embracing, you know, it's like, the, like he said, he's, like, in the acceptance stage, and he's not moody, and, like, I'm just gonna embrace my power. It's like, yes, finally. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Like, let's go. Yeah, let's move on. Here you are. You're a superhero. You can do things that are crazy. You just threw 250 pounds into the air like it was nothing. Yeah. I'm so happy the moody stage or phase is not there anymore. Yeah, and I didn't want it to the last the whole season. I was gonna be like, I can't. Like, I'm, well, I there's only like five more episodes. Like, <laughs> so no. they, they drew it out. They yeah. drew it out. They made us wait. We earned this cyborg. Yes. We didn't just get this cyborg. This isn't the hero we need. It's the hero we deserve. Yeah, we Did are. I say that right? Ryan's in the booth, by the way. If you guys are uh, speaking, giving us comments, Ryan's over there, of course, to talk to you. What's oh, yeah. That's me. That's, I'm, I'm, that's me in the corner. Thank you. That's, that's you losing your religion. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, with Cyborg, what did you think of that storyline with the dad? Well, I'm just glad that finally... You know, it went dif- went a different way because I thought it was going to be the same. Where it's like, oh, he's going to stay mad at him. They're going to go their separate ways. Still hate each. Oh, he's going to hate his dad still. So I'm glad finally, it's like, they had like their little moment. And now, yeah, the hug. They had a yeah, hug. the hug. And now he doesn't hate his dad. He's embracing his powers. So I'm like, okay, finally we can move on. Because like, how old are you? Like 18 or whatever. Okay, come on. Like after a while, just forgive your dad. I know he's not perfect, but I think. Mm, you know, He's a lot not of dads perfect. are not perfect, but... What do you mean? This is a perfect dad. You know what my dad gave me for my 18th birthday? Uh, $100 and a card. You know what his dad cool. gave him for his 18th birthday? Superpowers. <laughs> I think I'm, I think I would pick the superpowers. Yeah. I'm going with superpowers. When these, when these shows are about kids who are upset well, at, their kid, at, at their parents for making them great, which we're going to talk into because it is a storyline that plays... Mm-hmm. Sheesh, that's I mean, all I of do, our dreams. I do understand, you know, getting, you know, upset about, the, you know, them not showing up and things like that. That is a, a, a thing that a lot of kids go through. But then at the same time, it's like, it's not like your dad is going off doing bad stuff and that's why he's missing. You yeah, know, he's working. He's like, My dad working. showed up too much. Yeah, he was always working. home. He never, yeah. like, why are we always home? Why can't I do things like sneak out of the house? <laughs> yeah. Why are we paying attention to me? Why are you showing up to every single game, bro? I'm gonna need some space. So, yeah, okay? he's doing it for, he's like missing Thanks, it, Mom and but Dad. for a good reason because he's trying to provide for you. So, yeah. Oh, if I get one yeah. more hug, we're fighting, bro. <laughs> like, I get it. You love me, okay? Yo, he loves You're me for who I am. Like, yeah. I, I like the dynamic. I love how it, it kind of took too long. It took too long of him just, like, mooding, mooping, moping, and everything. And then you see a catastrophic event, which was happening last episode. Yeah, we have Batman for Broody. We don't need Vic to do it. We saw the catastrophic um, scene last episode where he's, like, dying, and he needs his dad. His dad comes in, and that kind of brings them together. Last episode, when we were talking about it, I thought it was quick. But after rewatching it and kind of seeing this, it made sense because it was like a big problem for them to have. They need a discussion. And what happens? You have a catastrophic event that just brings you together. And mm-hmm. that's all it takes sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was a cool, realistic um, relationship. Yeah, sometimes it takes like something bad to make you uh, kind of appreciate what you have. What do you think yeah. of uh, Cyborg's powers? Uh, I, I thought it was cool, cool to finally yeah. see. Because we always, we, he's always moping. He didn't want his powers. He didn't want to do anything. Dude, you're cyborg, and we know that as fans and as a, and reading the comics and everything. But like, dude, you're cyborg. We want to see this, and then just getting a little tease today. I'm only excited to see what else he's gonna do and what else he's gonna try with his new abilities. Boom tube, yeah, super boom gun, tube. Mm-hmm. The strength, the strength. Yeah, and he's still good looking. Like, yeah, that's another superpower. The other guy's a freaking alien 
turtle bug, and Aww. he's happy. And he's happy. Yeah, I love him so much. <laughs> Sheesh, you know? That's the thing. I, I want to know what all of you at home think. Comment below, what do you think about Cyborg and his powers? And of course, we're going with that poll. Who would beat who in a fight, Batman or Nightwing? We love hearing from you because you guys are all, if not as much more so a part of this panel than all of us. Yeah, so thank you guys for making After Buzz the ESPN of TV Talk. And yes, please comment uh like subscribe if you're listening on itunes give us a five-star rating we'd really appreciate it and for me like after Buzz has been just awesome because i get to meet these and work with these awesome hosts and talk about these cool shows and just you know have you guys like school us sometimes in the comments and then just see the little fights there are pretty entertaining so um, but yeah, thanks uh, for watching, and I hope you guys keep watching and commenting and everything. Yeah, most of those fights are led by me, so keep on reading, okay? <laughs> I say everything that I think and more! Uh, Overlord. We get to see this box, Overlord. Overlord looked huge before, and then we realized yeah. it's just a, in the palm of her hand. Yeah, it looked like one of those little pop, those bobblehead-looking exactly. uh, toys. No, there was a toy. There was a specific toy that looked like this. There was mm. a toy inside a box. It was I forget what it was called, but it was like Overlord. No bobblehead. It was just a toy. <laughs> Like a mini, mini toy. And they were like mini monster robots that you would hold in your hand. And I felt like, Overlord, I, I didn't see that coming. I didn't either. It, I almost, I didn't really like it either. I liked Loved it. I, it. I love seeing the Overlord with the powers and everything. It almost had the Avenger, or the Iron Man 3 effect where it was like, oh, this is a bad guy. But it's not really the bad guy. It's just a small little character. Mm. Kind of not to that extent. But that's how the twist was Makes for me. it more dangerous when it's little. True. Oh. See, it's one thing to fight a monster. It's another thing to fight like a virus, right? It's it's small. It can't be seen. You don't even know where it's coming from. That's why it was diabolical. Yeah. See, I, I like what you're thinking. I didn't think about just that. Like, like, it's small, so no. I'm just thinking of that. Like, yeah, just like Bumblebee. Physical. I yeah, mean, you know. Hmm? She's small, Karen. Oh, Bumblebee. Yeah. So I can't underestimate just because they're small. You mean you know? Ant-Man... The female version? Yes, yeah. we're going to get into that ah! conversation. Let's talk Who about... Who came first? We'll see. Let's talk mm. about that exactly. Let's talk about Bumblebee and Guardian and their going plan B. And that had to do with having a baby, mm-hmm. first of all. Second of all, so we see Malcolm and Karen in a car, driving, water breaks. We're wondering, when is this happening? It's simultaneous. They go to the hospital. Baby's born. A healthy baby girl? Mm, kind of. Not too healthy. Has a heart condition, a hole. Of course, mm-hmm. Bumblebee decides, hey, I can fix it. I'm Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. I can get really small, go in there and patch up the hole. Well, guess what? Adds an extra flavor or two. What you guys think about adding the metagene to the baby? Uh, that's. It just makes me think of, like, kind of, like, now, I think, because with all the science and everything, like, people, you know, with the, they can kind of, like, choose, like, you know, the sperm donors and things mm. like that. And the, just, like, questions that I've heard were, like, you know, if you find out, like, your, you know, your baby's going to have a certain condition when you still have the baby. It just makes you think of things like that. So I thought that was pretty relevant. And, you know, I feel like it's just going to, like, technology when it comes to that, like, like what you want your like you can kind of like build your own baby in a way. I feel like it's gonna get to that point in a way. So it just kind of made me think of that. I thought so. I thought it was pretty uh, relevant. And I wasn't sure what she did actually. For me, it was like not as clear. Even though I watched it a few times, I was when she's like, because she just said, "Oh, I'm doing what is right 
for the for the baby for our baby and I was like what did she add it or not like I was yeah, sure she, she definitely added it okay. like she added the little serum at the at the end but it was cool for me to see the opposite point of view because we always mm-hmm. see the parents not liking the powers or the the kids with powers not really liking their abilities and stuff and we have parents that are really human to an extent I mean they're just human they don't have any superpowers like they talk about in the car and they're like, no, we, we've been around this. We know the positives that can come from that. I love that aspect, seeing it from the different point of view. And also, you know, if you had the ability, like, to give your child those powers, would you do it? That's a big thing. Would yeah. you? Would either one of you? But I don't know, because you don't even know what the powers are. Because you're giving them you're giving what them if you powers. Knew, what if you knew what the powers were? Would you give it to your, like, let's just say it's some powers? Oh, if really it's like. good powers, then yeah. Yeah, you well, would? Okay. Without a doubt. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I yeah I think it just would depend on the power. So playing oh. playing God, or but not. then I feel bad at the same time. You know, it's like because you're messing you know with Mother Nature and stuff like that. So I would quote tell unquote, Mother Nature. I would tell Mother Nature, thank you for giving me this opportunity. Oh, okay. And I would do insert that. power. Let yeah. us know in the comments if you you know knew you had the if you had the ability to give your child uh, you know meta human gene and there were like cool powers, would you do it? Yeah, but it's not about being cool powers. See, that's the different thing. If we um, knew the outcome, then of course everyone's gonna oh, okay. want to be yeah. smarter, faster, better. Mm-hmm. But what if you don't know the outcome? Oh, so that's take the dangerous. chance. That's the thing. In fact, that's one of the one. Of, there's a creature that exists in the in the DC universe where someone tried to add and it becomes like a monster. Mm-hmm. You know because. Mother Nature did it, superpowers, but still. Yeah, I mean, just like with Swamp Thing, we he didn't want his powers. Like you see him, like kind of pushing it away, trying to figure out who he really is. So those kids, if we push that on them, they're like, we didn't want this, especially if it was a power they didn't want or if it changes their physical ability somehow. And we don't know. Look, appearance. People care about that ego. Always gets in the way, you know. I mean, when you look like a swamp, like can't really date people. Because do you technically also smell like a swamp? You might. Probably. That was Ryan in the booth with the with the reference. That's the thing. Like, <laughs> what would you do? Just to give you a heads up, Ant Man appeared fourteen years basically before Bumblebee. Oh, but it's usually the other way around. It's usually the DC characters come DC's before the Marvel. Adam oh, came out yeah. twenty two mm. years before Ant Man. Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, ooh, is some right. drama. Ooh, is right. <laughs> I need a drink. I need a drink so I can uh, sip some of the tea right there. <laughs> yes. Mm. So you, we have to be aware of this stuff because it's interesting. And you're Green right. Green Arrow and Hawkeye. Yes. Usually, usually it does. It does go the other way around. DC's mm-hmm. been around longer. Mm-hmm. So here, maybe we should we should check out the Wasp Cat- and see which oh, one was yeah, first. Oh yeah, the Wasp and Bumblebee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's because that's. The- I bet you DC and Bumblebee came first. I bet. You. I would say I would assume I would so. As well. I would yeah. assume so. But mm-hmm. what do you think is going to happen with their daughter? Do you think she's just going to have Karen Junior is going to have this metagene, or is there going to be some repercussions and consequences to the action? Yeah, there's got to be. I'm thinking there's going to be repercussions just because you did you kind of did it without her point of view or without her saying yes or no, and they were so about they were so happy and they were down for it. There's going to be some re- re- I feel repercussions. Like, okay, now that you already you know kind of messed with you know mother nature i feel like you cannot i you're i mean yes the right thing is to i guess to eventually tell your daughter but she's gonna hate you i'm telling you because 
You messed with Hey, honey, me. we wanted to give you superpowers. Don't so... you hate us? As I said, it's not like a guarantee she's going to hate you. Because but if usually, it's super speed, like, I'm telling you, yes, I would be happy with I my guess, mom. I guess, but it's just because it's not something like she chose, you know, and it might, you know, she didn't get... There is a might for sure because if it turns bad, but I didn't like choose to great. go. I didn't choose to go to elementary school, middle school, or high school. My parents kind of forced me. But I was, it was up it. to me. But now that I can read, I'm kind of like, eh. I guess getting up at seven thirty wasn't that bad. But so that makes sense. If I had to do but, it again, know, yeah, it's just I'm just saying that there's a possibility. Yeah. There is a possibility, yeah. and I think something is going to happen. But we'll talk about that in predictions. Let's get into Violet. Violet speaks up. Yeah, it was good to see her finally, like, have a voice and having her do stuff and, like, wanting to speak out and, like, have a role because she's always been silent and just kind of detracting herself away from the group and everything. We saw it kind of with the last episode where she going to help um, talk to Gabrielle's parents. I thought that was a big, big growth point for her to see her actually realize what's going on, kind of grow from this, and then do the right thing. So it was cool to see her continue that. Yeah, it was... Uh happy to see that as well especially because i'm hopeful that she can somehow be saved um we can see more of her and yeah because we only have a few episodes left so well she only has a few episodes left she's dying (laughs) and it's interesting i like her i like her i want her to stay so it's interesting what you guys picked up is speaking up here's the thing what i meant by speaking up was actually the scene in which she speaks the language of the old gods and granny goodness picks up on Mm -hmm. it now, that yeah. was Violet speaking up, coming into the attention and sphere of Granny Goodness, who was clearly not aware of what or who she was before this, mm. and saw the extent of some of her true powers. Now, if Granny Goodness picks up on what Violet is, we can see that yeah. as a big storyline. They might try to use her uh, to, you know, with the with the whole anti-gay life equation and take over the world, because she's really powerful, so... Yeah, I wonder if Granny Goodness has something to do with um, Dr. Helga, Jace. Because mm. we also see um, her kind of turn on him, which we, could already have, already happen, but we see that now. I wonder if those Yeah, somebody two, predicted that. I don't I don't remember. I have to go look uh, back. Uh, um, it was a different episode, so I really cared. But, <laughs> but she's, she's not turning on everyone because she still wants to protect the... Her, her kids. kids. Her yeah. experiments... See, here's the thing. Let's remember when we first met her. She was part of the Lights program into creating and stealing kids to create Medigene. Mm. Now we see she probably has never left that program. Mm. She infiltrated. Not only that, but she also has infiltrated Black Lightning. So we have the entire group. Yeah. And the kids don't even know. Oh, There's two moles in this episode. She's going to end up being the big bad. (laughs) Is she true villain? I mean, but we have we have uh, Tara and we have her now as like two different moles or two different entities. Maybe they're working together. Maybe they're not because we don't really know. They haven't really. Acted. I don't think Tara knows, but I think mm. clearly she knows. And on top of that, they're going in opposite directions. Tara is going away from being a mole, and the Doctor is going towards it. Something we hadn't seen before. Yeah, and it's it's interesting to see. So when are they going to find? They one they have to find out, and two you still have to cure um, Violet. So it's going to be interesting to see how those two storylines interact because it's it's all in one person, but it's two totally different things. Do you have to cure Violet? Is that actually a part of her plan? We don't know. See, this is what I'm throwing out. She keeps saying 
She even tried to stop Violet from reconciling with Brion by saying, oh, let's find out what happens and then you can talk. And then when Brion comes to her, to the doctor, she's like, oh, you should probably let her come to you first and see what Mm -hmm. happens. But the truth is she was trying to separate them from one another and -hmm. keep them apart because she has some type of agenda or plan. Yeah. I mean, just like you said, there she's spreading them apart and it's interesting to see what her actual plan is because I don't f- I feel like we know a little bit. Obviously, she wants to protect her people and her experiments, but where where does the the mission end or how far does it go? And what does that have to do or does she is she even trying to help Halo or Violet? Mm-hmm. Violet obviously the same name. But yeah, that's the thing. That's I don't know. What if she knew she was dying the whole time? Or maybe she's and not even dying. She decided dying. to tell Oh my god. What if she's not even dying? I don't know anymore. <laughs> Literally, that, that twist at the end makes us question everything because yeah. was she good? What part of what she good? Or was it all lies? How much of a lie was it? Does she so, even like Black Lightning? She's just using him. So I thought she actually cared about him, but now I don't know. I mean, it looked that way, right? And then yeah. she... Whenever you talk to the monkey with the brain, it's not going to be good. Nope. That guy's never been good. That guy's never had a good thought. Not even <laughs> once. Not even... One time, when he was in jail with Joker in a Batman episode, and he wanted opera on his television, he did one good thing for Christmas. That was the only time he's ever done anything good ever. That is on a Batman animated series. He doesn't even talk about that day anymore. Does not. (laughs) Since that day, he kind of like deleted it from his mind. He's just not a good guy. I don't understand. Why are we in business with these people? But I did like the Violet storyline. It's always good to see her. She's actually one of the favorites on the show. What did you think about her and her and Brion making up? Um, I'm happy that they made up because I like them together, and I I wanted him to you know forgive her because you know she is not it's, it wasn't her the you know the one who actually let the guys in to kill his parents. So yeah. I was happy, but I was frustrated when it, when why it was taking so long. Because you see, she like opens up to him, tells her, tells Brion everything that's going on. To an extent, it's not early, but she tells him. He deals with it. I get it takes a little bit, but it didn't take that long for his sister. Like he was moping around, and then he's like, "Should I go there?" And oh, the sister who's a mole. Yeah, it didn't take her long to forgive someone else for doing something that was kind of. Shady and not honest. Here, here's the here's the question for both of you. Let's take this and make it a real world application. Yep. God forbid someone murders your your family in front of you, your mom and your dad, both of you, and then you meet their twin, and their twin is cool, and you like them. Could you not? Could you separate it? Would that not bother you? This is a person who looks exactly like the person. Uh, who, think about it in those terms. No, no, I think so. I think I would because it's not that it's not fair to blame one person for what someone else did. Really, yeah. I know people who won't even date someone that looks like their ex. Like well, looks petty. like you're the same they're race. Petty and immature. You're you're okay. a you're a Leo. My ex was a Leo. But in this case, I'm not like that. shout out to Matt Wright. <laughs> Brian and them didn't even know who it was or what it looked like. So mm-hmm. for for her to say that, yes, it was the body that I'm taking over. It's all still new to them. So like I don't see how me looking at that person would be like, oh, you resemble the person because they now never, they have a mental they image knew. of it. They have a mental image of it. You cannot get that out of your brain. Think about this like this. This wasn't even just normal parents. These were royal parents, and then it got you exiled from your country, and then you went through all of this. I mean, I'm sorry. That's 
an unforgivable act. You were part of an inside thing, regardless if that's you or not. But it wasn't her. Uh, Sure, but what if it's just someone who had... Who had, for example, who just had amnesia? I mean, yeah, no, it, it wasn't it would her, be nice. but it's her. I, I get the part where it's like you need to, you need a break. You, you're getting a whole lot. This is the person you're looking at him, and that's what you see. But like, till how long? And then, how about an episode? Can we wait an episode? Because that's all it's been. Yeah. And yet, everyone's kind of forcing Brion. I just personally don't like Brion. I don't even oh. like them together. I don't like Violet with. Brion. I didn't like him at the beginning, Stop but I like him Brion. now. Personally, I, like him now. I think what made it worse is that the two different dynamics of reacting to it. <laughs> because Tara didn't react that much, and we see Brion react a lot. I think that's why we're like. Brianna, okay, like, you're doing yeah, a little too Yeah, but Tara's caught up in her own situation, yeah. so it's easy. It's easy. For example, if you were dating someone and then you got caught cheating and they forgave you, it's because they were cheating on you, too. Yeah. They just, oh, you know, it's cool. It's like, oh, you're doing a oh, bad really? thing? Oh, I'm, I would never do that. Anyway. Awkward. You know, so so it's easier when you can transfer responsibility. And, and that's the thing. Brion, even though I personally do not like Brion. I do not like how he is because at least with Superboy in the first season, we got a story arc that got over that attitude quickly. Brion mm-hmm. has not really grown as a character. He's grown only in his relationship with Violet, and that is it. So when he's with Violet, he's sweet and nice. However, when it goes into any other cir- situation or circumstance, he goes and reverts right back to the old Brion who jumps to conclusions, who gets angry, mad uh, quickly who just takes action without thought, he always goes back to that. And that's our frust- that's the frustration as a viewer. Like, we see the same old kind of storyline, same reactions. And even if some of them are justified, which this one is justified, we're kind of still trapped in that mindset, oh, he's moping again. So it's kind of doing it to himself. But I agree, this was justified. He deserved to have his time because that's his parents. But also... He stays moping, so that's what us as viewers kind of think about that. Every single time, it gets a little much. Um, Let's get into the last two topics. Kaldor and Wind, which we get to see. And Dolphin finally gets her name. So we're officially calling her Dolphin. And she is now in Shiaris, and she's happy. Now we see Kaldor and Wind. They are together. There were a lot of people were upset, quote unquote, by this. I don't know why. What? It's 2019. Oh my gosh. Why do you care? And if you don't like it, don't date Kaldor or Wind. It's that <laughs> They're easy. They're not real. They're so mad about a cartoon that's on that one TV show that you could turn a channel about. But it is oh what it gosh. is. I thought it was I thought it was cool to see he like they made his character his um, boyfriend's character grow and not just a one off like hey. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't know if I'm using the word boyfriend. They haven't established said, their relationship no, parameters. Right. They said partners. I don't like that <laughs> word, okay? I don't like he giving labels. Like I don't want to put labels on them, but they said, they said partners. Okay. And so they're partners. And let, they, they, let them live. Okay? Yeah, and his partner kind of had a growing interest for fans. We got to see him like evolve and see more mm-hmm. about him. I love how they just threw out, oh yeah, that's Dolphin now, and then moved on to the whole storyline. At least we got a name so we could yeah. talk about her. But yeah, so seeing him and then the, this breathing thing, in and out, I'm like, that's something we just do naturally. No, but no, no, like, no. That was a nod. That was a specific nod. I will never get used to sucking and blowing like this. That was a nod. Okay, that was a nod. Well, yeah. That was, that was a tongue-in-cheek. That was adults, when adults write, yes. write cartoons. This is what happens. There's a lot of double entendres, <laughs> and this was one of them, and it was classic. Well, yes. It was classic. It was, just, it was funny from that aspect, but it was like... From the aspect of what I was saying, there's like, oh, it's just something that's natural, but it's also like a double. Yeah, it's like has two different meanings, and it was thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And I was also happy to see more of yeah, when because I saw him in the last episode. I'm like, uh, are we gonna get to 
know him a little bit more, and he was, he actually like went and you know helped Aquaman with the mission and to save a Nightwing and Black Lightning. So that was cool, and I love when he told him like I could kick your butt. So I'm like, he did yes. because he he's and he made he said something specific. He said I didn't drop out of sorcery school, mm-hmm. and that's a nod to the second season when Kaldor drops out of sorcery school and goes to live on the land, and so he doesn't finish his magic and his training, and he was uh, dating the other girl who of course went off with another guy and that whole they were sorcerer and that's how they got into it together and and it was a nod to all that so it was just it was i thought it was very clever how they added all that in yeah it was cool to, it was cool to see him like express that i'm, I'm powerful than you i can do just as many things as you so i got to stop questioning me just to breathe and things a little bit different yeah and there was also a nod to being gay and in the military by saying i had the exact same military training that you did and yeah. that was a nod to that so good for them good for uh mm-hmm. taking on real world subjects in a cartoon and making real world people upset because that's what that's what art is art imitates life so great mm-hmm. complications that has nothing to do with their relationship but has everything to do with the text that the doctor sent at the end what do you think that meant I don't know, and I'm so, in, I'm still trying to figure out who she was talking about. Yeah. There's complications, like what's the complications? Mm-hmm. Is there someone that is, the complication was, was like Brion and Violet reconciling? Yeah. She did everything to drive them apart. Yeah, that's. I was like, oh, that's a bad thing. I thought you were going to be happy about that, but I guess that's a complication. No, it's not, so, you're not yeah. happy when you're working for the bad guys. <laughs> well, I was personally happy, but I, I, was, I don't want to go too happy. much into predictions. But that just leads into a prediction right there. Well, if let's, a get, let's get into that talk. Let's go to news and gossip. So, news and gossip. Guess what, everybody? Young Justice looks like it might get a movie. There are yeah. Young Justice Outsider creators. Talk possibility of a movie. If you want to go on CBR.com, there's a wonderful <laughs> article. Uh, if it were up to the creators of DC Universe's Young Justice Outsiders, Brandon Vietti and Greg Wiseman, they would keep telling Young Justice stories in any form even if that included a movie for the DC heroes. Wiseman told DC Universe we'd consider a Young Justice puppet show to continue the story. <laughs> but he added, any medium works for us. However, why break this news? Possibly getting a Young Justice Outsiders movie or some type of movie in the future. Cartoon movies from DC are amazing and have done mm-hmm. extremely well. I've not liked the last couple that have come out, but before then... Brilliant, and of course, we know DC's animated universe is amazing. So, mm-hmm. hopefully, that happens. And guess who that's up to? All of us. Just keep trending, keep talking, and speak up the way Violet does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's get into that special segment, Outsiders, where Jeff Williams highlights an outsiders, uh, someone who's making a difference in the world. Who's our outsider today, Jeff Williams? This outsider that we're choosing is the the activist in Oregon. Actually, they they work together, and they was kind of cool about what they did. They got the idea from the the people, the activists from the Parkland shooting that I kind of mentioned last episode. But they got an idea of like sticking up and like having their own voice. And one of the things they did for this one, they did the Mental Health Day, which was a bill, and now it became law after the uh, governor Kate Brown approved it in June. But pretty much, it's just like any other sick day. So for people, there's kids that are dealing with mental health issues. They can take those days off. So it's a really cool thing that, that started by kids, that started by teen activists that are translating to real life and real real problems because mental mental health is a real problem for anyone and everybody. There's no there's no discrimination. So hearing about all the, the realistic things that happen and that they cover in Young Justice and seeing this in real life, 
Outsiders. Um, we hashtag we all are outsiders. Hashtag we are outsiders. That's amazing. Good for them and good for all of you yeah. at home who are making a difference. Continue. And if you want to nominate an outsider, please do so in the comments below. iTunes, of course, uh, when you subscribe and comment, we will read all your comments. We appreciate each and every one of you. Let's get into some predictions, shall we? Your After Buzz TV predictions. Let's start all there, all the way over to Anais. <laughs> all right, so um, Halo, she's, I feel like she's going to get, I don't know, kidnapped or something uh, by, you know, Granny Goodness or somebody, and she's going to be used maybe to, you know, against the outsiders in some way. And, you know, Hel- Helga, right? The doctor? Mm-hmm. I keep wanting to call her Helen. <laughs> Uh, she's. We're gonna find out. She's, you know, a lot more involved. I think than she's giving out. Like, yeah. And also, just like I said this a while ago, I want to see Courtney Whitmore become Star Girl. I know it's like a hope more than a prediction, but I think I think we're gonna see more of Gorilla Grodd. I think he's actually going to show his powers and maybe hypnotize. Um, what is his name? Brion, I think that's what's going to be the uh, breaking point. He's like, look, I'm going to just take it into my own hands and kind of do that and maybe send him back to his hometown because, like they said earlier, they're starting to love him again. He's trending. Mm. They want him back. I think that might be the transition and the breaking point for um, Violet. Well, I appreciate both of your predictions. I think that Courtney Whitmore is going to just be Courtney Whitmore because oh. Stargirl's black now, and I want that girl to be. Oh, so okay. and that's who I'm looking for. Watch some Titans. Uh, over there to the left, I think that both of you had great predictions, but I'm going to predict that Caldor uh, and Wynn are going to keep making people mad, and I'm going to not care. So how about <laughs> that in the real world? Where can people find you if you want to be found? Jeff Williams. You guys can follow me at Jeff Will and uh, underscore Junior and all your social media platforms. Uh, Instagram more than you think seven. And I am Teron, literally at I am Teron. I would have given you predictions, but so far, basically, my predictions are spoilers, so I don't want to do that to you. Find me hosting and paneling on a slew of other After Buzz after shows because all of your favorite TV shows are my favorite TV shows, too. Until next week, we're going to be talking a lot more Young Justice. We will see you then. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.